If there is a first and obvious point to be made, I can report that I am still alive physically after 25 years of exploring personally the out-of-body experience. A little time-worn, but still more or less operational. There were several moments when I was not so sure. However, some of the best medical authorities have assured me that the physical problems I have encountered have been simple cause and effect of living in the culture civilization of mid-20th century America. Some take another position. I am still alive as a result of such OOBE activity. Take your pick. So it would seem that one can practice going out of the body regularly and survive. Also, after having been tested periodically by experts, I can still make the statement that I am reasonably sane in a not-so-reasonably-sane world. There are many people who do strange things and get away with it. A century ago, it might have been going over Niagara Falls in a barrel. What is the out-of-body experience? For those who have not encountered the subject as yet, an out-of-body experience, O-O-B-E, is a condition where you find yourself outside of your physical body, fully conscious and able to perceive and act as if you were functioning physically, with several exceptions. You can move through space and time, slowly or apparently somewhere beyond the speed of light. You can observe, participate in events, make willful decisions based upon what you perceive and do. You can move through physical matter such as walls, steel plates, concrete, earth, oceans, air, even atomic radiation, without effort or effect. You can go into an adjoining room without bothering to open the door. You can visit a friend 3,000 miles away. You can explore the moon, the solar system, and the galaxy, if those interest you. Or you can enter other reality systems only dimly perceived and theorized by our time-space consciousness. It is not a new phenomenon. Recent surveys indicate some 25% of our population remembers having at least one such experience. Man's history is full of reports of such events. In earlier literature, it was commonly labeled astral projection. I began by refusing to use this term, as it had an occult connotation and was certainly non-scientific by our standards. Charles Tart, a psychologist friend, popularized the term out-of-body experience when we were working together in the 60s. In the past 20 years, it has become the accepted Western generic term for this particular state of being. Without any obvious reason, I began to go out of my body in the fall of 1958. In the light of later historical events, it is important to state that no drugs or alcohol were involved. I was a non-user of the former and an infrequent imbiber of the latter. Several years ago, I attended a conference not too far from our former home in Westchester County, New York, the site of my first out-of-body experiences. As we drove by the house, I commented that the reason why they began was still obscure. A psychologist friend riding with me took one look at the house, turned and smiled. The answer is easy. It's the house. Take a good look at it. I stopped the car. The house looked the same green roof and stone. The new owner had maintained it nicely. I turned to my friend. I don't see anything different. The roof, he pointed a finger upward. It's a perfect pyramid. 
Moreover, it's covered with copper, just like the tops of the big ones in Egypt before the looters took over. I stared, dumbfounded. Pyramid power, Robert, he went on. You've read about it. You were living in a pyramid. That did it. Pyramid power? Well, maybe. There are reports and books that make claims about strange energies therein. That the out-of-body experience frightened me then is a quantum understatement.